saying to myself like, yo, don't, they were making it where JD is like, don't forget the records that he's done that, yo, you he got some bangers. He got some hits. And it's like, yo, I agree with that. And it was diminishing Puff because they were saying their their argument is, yeah, it's on his label, but he's not actually producing the records. He's got the hitman. He's got Chucky e. Thompson, rest in peace. He's got, you know, he's not actually producing the record, which I, I think that's arguable. Well. There's some arguments he can make in that. Well. What I would say to that before you even finish that is because I heard that argument too, and JD brought that up too. He said when Puff started playing music, JD's saying, "But well, you really produce that? Did you really push the buttons? Did mm. I push the buttons and all these sort of things?" And my my thing to that is that don't battle Puff then, yeah. because if that's your argument, then why the hell would you even call Puff out to begin with? Because everybody knows that he don't push buttons. He ain't on a keyboard. He ain't at a sampler. That's not Puff. That ain't what he does. So it's basically like trying to have a three-point contest with Ben Simmons. Like, that's not what he does. That was a so good what one. what you calling him out for? That was a good one. That's a pretty good What you talking about? I'm in the Songwriter Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's nice. But that ain't Puff. So what you battling Puff for? battle a songwriter. Like, don't bring up things that the other person don't do as part of your argument because that diminishes your argument to begin with. It sounds good in conversation, but when you really think about it, that ain't an argument that you want to stand on. You know? Yeah. I, 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 battle for rap. If you want to have a songwriter and I press buttons battle, like, you know what I mean? And that would be a good battle, actually. You know, I, th- I think that, uh, you know, it wouldn't be an error to error. Uh, Not necessarily. It's overlap, though. There is overlap. I was, I had to think back. I was like, oh, yo, yeah, they yeah. went around about the same time. They're around about the same time. So, I, I think, obviously... JD wants Puff because Puff is a big fish, you know, and to be able to beat Puff on live internet worldwide, millions, you know, you know, millions of millions of millions of people that get to see you take down arguably one of, you know, the bigger fishes to be, to be had, um, especially for a guy like JD who, you know, some people could say he's underrated, you know, yeah, He's but not. that's the same the same reason why JD wants to battle Puff is the same reason why Puff wants to battle Dr. Dre. Exactamundo. People are people are picking and choosing their competitors because they want that win. Yeah. So ultimately, they're all great. We're talking about super goats of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hip hop and R and B goats. So they all great. They're all in the Hall of Fame. So nothing nothing can knock that down. But in the public's perception, they want they both want that moment to prove that they are better than what people think they are. Exactly. So exactly. if Dr. Dre is number one, like most people, like many people, I would say, place him in that category as far as hip-hop producers go of all time, people put Dre there. 
Yeah. So if Punisher knocked down Dre, then that's something. That's a moment. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. saying something. Something historical. So Puff get on versus and narrowly beat or washes JD. That's not really a moment. Yeah. It's not proving anything to anybody. Because in people's minds, Puff is already above JD. And, and that's a big, you know, that's a handicap in that battle, you know. But I, mm-hmm. that could be an advantage to JD because JD could that's really say, "Yeah, he's the underdog." So even if it's close, it's gonna seem like tough loss. Yeah, he's supposed to get washed, which I don't. I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. But that's the people's perceptions are. You know? Until he start pulling out them hits, like yeah, JD got JD got some hits. Aside from, I think the one thing he doesn't have is really like I don't know if he has. I mean, I guess his answers for big would be Jay. You know, whatever records that he has with Jay, you know, yeah. try the to records shoot those. he has with Jay ain't the rec- ain't big records. Yeah. They don't beat big records. He's got one one record that is able to to dance, which would be um, money ain't a thing. But yeah. you know, but even money ain't a thing. If you play, it's all about just as any other verses that we've ever talked about. It's all about who plays what where. Yeah, curation and that, and that, and now the the other element now that wasn't there before is the venue, yeah. And who comes to the, the crowd? Who comes to that show at that time? That's also another factor. Um, that's a third layer to that. But but and, uh, ultimately, it's about who plays what where because money in the thing was is a hit. It's a song that people still play. It does have that nostalgic feel to it, but um. Uh, Puff comes back with, you know, who shot you? Like, you don't give a fuck about money and thing about, at that point. Puff's Respectful. got some nukes, man. <laughs> I, that's why I saw that statement, you know, somebody said on IG, and I was like, yo, man, let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy now. Puff's got some nuclear weapons. But then the argument, like you said earlier, that I think they, they definitely got to have Swiss and Tim and them sit down at the table. table. But guess what? So, if you come with rules, guess who ain't gonna do it? Puff. Yeah. You can't tell Puff what he can play and what he can't play. Which is what JD kind of did (laughs) in one of those statements. He was like, yo, like, is this a bad boy record or is this an un-record? Because that's not on bad boy. He didn't produce that record. And I mean, technically, he's not wrong. That's he's not wrong. And that, but you know, when you start getting into semantics and all of that, like that's why it's all gangsmanship at the end of the day. If it's not on Bad Boy, then no, it's not. A puff record necessarily, but there's records that Puff produced that weren't on Bad Boy, too. He's got a lot. <laughs> so he's got a lot. Yeah. 
JD is like, well, you can't play crush on you or something like that. He don't have to play crush on you. <laughs> like, that's not that's not hurting him that much in battle. There's plenty of shit that he can play. He ain't hurt, he ain't hurt for the twenty. He no so, no no no. He's got he's got a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I think it would be a good battle. I do think that this might be the first battle that they're going to have to sit down at the table and really come up with parameters and and really come up because the reality is, and I think Puff is, you know, one of the greater producers to ever do it. Um, Quincy Jones didn't play any, I don't think he played anything on off the wall or thriller. You know, he, he, I think he wrote out what he wanted. Yeah. I'm sure he wrote out hummed, you know, the melodies and things like, and he orchestrated, which is producing, yeah, right. you know? Oh so, yeah, he's produced. Just the same way that Puff produces is what Quincy Jones did. Exactly. Now, of course, Quincy can write music and play yeah, multiple yeah. instruments, but that's besides the point. What he did as a producer is similar to what Puff did. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I said the, the button pushing argument don't even make sense to begin with, you know, if you're going to call out Puff. Now, yeah. if he calls you out, that's something different. Yeah, I, I agree with you. The, the, the statement about Puff and, and being on a, a drum machine, I think we can't. Cause, I mean, we can't do that because it becomes a thing where, you know, it doesn't take anything away from what he was doing in that time period. You know, he's the no. guy that, you know, he he's saying, you know, all right, take that loop. Uh, and then, okay, yeah. loop that. Okay, we're going to drop the drums here. We're going to, okay, let's take the drums yeah. out of there and put the strings here. Like, you know, he's yeah. he's producing, you know, beat yeah. making is, is one part, but the actual overall vision for the record like creating the record that is a producer, you know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but I get it. I get it. I understand all aspects and all sides. Um, I just don't, I don't like the, the argument when people try to pick the South versus the, the versus New York and all of that, all that stuff. Yeah, at the time, yes, there were elements of that, of course. There was a regional, everything was regional because that's just the nature of hip-hop anyway. And everything is competitive and, and this is ours and that's that. You know, that's always there, but J.D. never uh, embodied a Southern producer or had a Southern sound anyway. And I think people at this point in time, those who know, who have a voice that's reasonable to speak on these subjects, these topics, they don't have that bias, you know. That bias is not, people know what J.D. did and what J.D. is. And wherever he was from, and, and let's keep it real, he's from Atlanta. It's not like he's from Iowa. What are we talking about here? Des Moines. <laughs> Des Moines, <laughs> like, Iowa. Atlanta's hip-hop credibility is unquestioned. You know, so like, well, like, come on. Why are we playing that game? 
No, but they will, you know, you know the the the, the people that there's a segment of the population that they try to, you know, they try to do that move where it's like, yeah, ATL, you got more work to do. I think at this point, you know, ATL has they have solidified themselves. They are a power player. Like we can, let's not do it like that. Let's not it's do it. More like than that. solidified, like it's the sec- it's the second hub at this point. Like oh, absolutely. If, if New York is Mecca, then then Atlanta's Medina. Like it's the it's the next stop. You know what I mean? Like if this is the birthplace, then this is the next logical step. Like you can't you can't take that out of hip hop at this point. So it's not like it's ninety six. You know, it's not, it's not the source award. The yeah, I was just thinking. I was just thinking about <laughs> Dre and thinking no, to listen. myself, you know, you know, South has something and, to say. And even that moment is historical revisionist. You know, like people always look back at that like that was some groundbreaking breaking moment at that time, and it's because we already know what happened afterwards. But in that moment, it was another moment at that show. Not like after that, the South just ran hip hop. After that, that didn't happen. That's not how the story went. But you know, no. another story, another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. <laughs> they? You know, uh, they. I think, like you said earlier, it was regional, and at that time, you know, New York had it. They had it, and they had it on lock, and they really, you know. Huh? We're not, you know, they were not, uh, they were not receptive to no. having other people take, take the, take the, uh, the winning circle. So it's like, you know, when LA's coming up, it's kind of like, you know, you hear, if yeah. you go on YouTube, you hear a lot of stories of cats when they used to come around, they go to New York. It's, it, you know, the, maybe the people that they know that they do shows with, it's cool. But there would be this funny, you know, I think there was an interview with Common where he was like, you know, it's it's like, you know, oh, they're from over there. It's like if you're not from New York, it's kind of this weird, like you almost got to prove yourself for them to really respect you. But shouldn't that be what it is, though? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what it was, but shouldn't it have been? I mean, you know what? It's one of those things... (laughs) It's you one know, of those things, you know, whoever's the, whoever's the, whoever's got the rock, you know, who's that, who, who, whoever has the rock, whoever is in the winning lane, um, they dictate the, 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 they dictate the pace when Atlanta yeah. had it, when they finally had it, they made a lot of New York records, put 808s, like, Southern oh, yeah. 808s in their records. They was going and getting the biggest, you know, Southern producers to make their their first hit. So, you yeah. know, New York did it before them where they was making cats come to New York to get their they yeah. radio records. So it's, it's you know, L.A. is the same. So it's, it's whoever's got the shine, whoever's got the light, they will go and, and they will dictate to the game Okay, this is the sound. And if you want to yeah. make anything go, you got to get with this. So it's 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 it was regional. 
and and whatever region had it, you know, cats would have to sit down for a second until that to that to that run had ceased, you know. And um, you know, New, when New York had it, they was making people bow down, you know. Yeah, it was also where the music and culture and all of that came from. So Absolutely. you know, it's a, that element can never be stripped away. But you know, either way. I don't know if it's going to happen because I don't think. I don't think it's going to happen. I say in the day, ladies and gentlemen, I do not think it's going to happen. And you know why? You know why, Ron? I think it's not going to happen because of Jadakiss. Well, Jadakiss, the locks, specifically (laughs) Jadakiss and Dipset. The diplomats. I think that battle has made every person kind of sit down for a second and be like, wait a minute. Yeah. I don't want that to be the way this thing goes. Yes. Yes. I, I agree with that. It got statement. crazy. That that right there got it got a little crazy. That was a that was a real moment. That was a real moment. You know, unfortunately, and that, this is why versus is what it is and why it's such a topic of conversation. Fat Joe really tried to take that place Yo. and run with it and it did not work. Yo. It didn't work. Damn, it didn't land. Crazy. Like and I he studied and and we told everybody, study, watch the show, see how it goes, you know, watch the verses, study, try to die. But that's just a testimony of, you know, every battle's gonna be different. Every battle is you got to come with a different game plan for your opponent, you know. I mean, the the, the the diplomat to me, the diplomat diplomats versus the locks came down to the diplomats didn't really have a a connect a team strategy for the locks. They didn't have a team strategy. Maybe if they had one, and then you know everybody in the great words of Mike Tyson. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Like everybody's got an idea of what they're gonna do, <laughs> and, yeah. and then you take one and you're like, "Oh, wait a minute, uh, let me figure this out." So yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah, you know, so yeah, you know. yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Honestly, I don't know what the next one is, but because of the locks and the dip set. It really raised the bar to a whole different Absolutely. level. Absolutely. And now, in some ways, it makes the stage, the platform, even larger than it was before, which is crazy to say. But it also makes it harder, I think, to make matchups now. I do. <laughs> when I do. it was Kumbaya season, because it got real Kumbaya. Real. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I I want to see smoke. I I you know I I thought I was good. I thought I had been um, rehabilitated and reinvigorated. You know, if for all those who saw Carlito's way, you know what I'm talking about. But you know, nah. I want I want the early parts of this was cats talking about each other's moms. It got real disrespect. <laughs> It got real disrespectful. Yeah. I missed that. <laughs> you know, I just got a flash of, of Dream and Sean Gary. Yo. 
<laughs> yo, Dream was like, yo, what the f are you talking about, yo? What are you talking about? Yo, got up and started playing golf. Yo, son, look at me. Yo, don't disrespect me on camera. Don't act like I don't know you, son. Don't you look at me. I'm like, yo, what in the world is going on? Oh, Dream, like, yo, what is wrong with you, yo? What is wrong? <laughs> I like to smoke, man. I yeah, that battle was so amazing. Like yo, Styles is trying to take Cameron's shoe off on live on a live show, getting kicked in the chest. Like it was crazy. It was, yeah, it, it, was it was extremely entertaining. The most I, I'm putting that at the one. I don't think they that might have been the most entertaining one they have put on thus yeah. far. Like, you know, they they you know, it just was like it you know what I think cause it was organic. I think that they planned, they said, yo, we're gonna take the gloves off, but I think like that kind of got past I think they said that, but when it was happening. Yeah, they didn't they didn't anticipate that. <laughs> They knew it was going to be a good show, but they didn't anticipate that. Yo, shout out to Cam. Because Cam, he realized it. He was sitting in that, he was sitting in the lawn chair for a second. Yeah. When, you start, when you start hearing them people talk, like he started seeing, hearing the crowd, he's from that time. He's yeah, from that he time. He knew what it was. They felt the energy in the room at the time, in real time. Then we all felt it. Oh, you, it's, so. it's, it changed. It changed. Yeah. Cam was being cool because remember, Cam said, "Yo, you, 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 you in our town. Yo, you go first. You in our town. You on our side. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's, we it's, home. It's a home game. It's a home game. We home. You away. We we in our front yard. I'm like, yo, man. Yeah." And the rebuttal came, and it was downhill from there. Oh really. man, yo man, <laughs> that got ugly. <laughs> yo said, "Let's make something happen." Yo, when that when that record when ooh 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 when the Biggie record came on, let's make something happen. Yeah, yeah man. Jada just Fat Joe, Joe took the DJ, but it did, it wasn't the same thing. The chemistry wasn't there. And really, you know what? One thing I thought about, man, and I thought we might have we might have actually talked about this briefly, but anyway, when you when you invite Ja Rule to a versus, who you think is gonna be in that audience, man? Who yeah. you think gonna buy it? It's not gonna be no street. Yeah. <laughs> Street hardcore, uh, hip hop loving people up in there. It's gonna be show. women. That arena's gonna be filled with women that love Ja Rule. Yeah, yeah. So you try to to, to you know Jada and the locks him. You gotta think about who was gonna be in that audience to begin with. The strategy didn't fit the audience, and he didn't switch it up. He went with what he was going to go with, and that was that. But that Locks and Dipset show, who do you think was in that audience? 
<laughs> so you could go Super Street, and and that ended up being a and Street and some some hit records too. But that ended up being a, the thing that worked in that show. But it's because of the audience as yeah. well as everything, yeah. you know, showmanship, you know, the fact that they have chemistry on stage, all of that stuff. But it was also because of who's an audience, you know. They had they had the, they had the street artists. They both got yeah. street, you know, art yeah. like street like music and anthems, and they yeah. both make even with Dipset being more much more the flashier group. They got gritty music, you know. They got yeah. music that's that's still gritty and it works. But I do think that that's that was the curveball for Fat Joe is he couldn't get around, and he left some bullets on the table. I, I really feel like it was much more about getting Ja Rule a look and having yeah. him have a moment so that he could, True. you know, really, you know, go out Absolutely. here and tour and, and do his thing and, you know. Yeah, and that's what it seemed to turn into, you know. So, so yeah. You know I mean? it, it, it worked, it worked. I, I felt like Fat... And Fat Joe got records for the for the women, so it, it just I, I feel like he just he said in his mind he saw something that worked. He came yeah, into he it like you know what I'm gonna take that blueprint and use it for this. But I feel like, um, and also I think there was an under um, underestimation, like we you know in, it, people in history make you know dry rule be all these things, but. I thought he showed that his showmanship is just yep. at a high level. Like he's a high level showman. Super, super high level performer. And you're right. People look back and and created history. It's another moment of people being revisionist historians where Jaru how it ended was so on a bad note that people, you know, um had convenient amnesia in terms of when he was really like running the radio for like three yeah. years straight yeah. or so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people just acted like it never happened because of how it ended. But you know, it worked in his favor because it was uh, a reminder, <laughs> reminder, <laughs> uh, um, you know, of what he was. Like you know, people kind of forgot somehow. I don't know how they did, but they just kind of forgot. No, we can never forget. Ja, ja had records. Like, I, like, listen, you know, and we were living in the time in which Ja Rule was, was getting, you know, it's, you know, it was, it was a suffocating of everything we were doing, you know. That was a perfect, that's the perfect word to describe (laughs) those years when Murder Inc. was running radio. Suffocating. Suffocating. But, but what 50 was coming, I think um, if Ja had just stuck to what he did, I don't think it would have went quite that way. Um, but I think, so it's almost like, yo, okay, we, yo, this is Murder, Inc. We make we make street music too. And so when yeah. an artist comes to you and, and, and he's he's got a movement and it's, it's strictly, this when 50 was first coming out, it was strictly street. I mean, it don't get more street. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever want to hear some music that's just a soundtrack to street, 
New York Street anthems and just like this is about a aggression. Um, fifties run is is a unique run because it was you know to this day like many men is a is a is a is a war cry like it them. Them records was really, really, really just, it wasn't no, nah, this is aggression. That's how they was moving. And it's hard for Ja Rule because, yeah, he started out that way. I was telling somebody, I think today, or maybe, yeah, I was telling somebody today, like, the records that people, like, when he's playing his shows, he ain't playing the street records like that or the B-sides to some of these albums have all these street records, but it's like the, he's probably playing. He's playing the hits like every little thing, and you know, yeah. They don't want to no, hear no. All his his street, you know. No, not at all. Records or whatever they might listen to, holla holla or something like that. But like yeah. you know, the rest of them, when you get past that, it's just nothing but you know, it's a hit. But it ain't no shoot 'em up, bang bang, and it's like you know when Fifty was coming through, it was Fifty's records would just shoot 'em up, bang, bang bang, and it was just you know if you sitting here dancing with J Lo, and you got a guy coming at you in that manner, can you switch and now be on some other stuff? And he, and you just can't do that. You can't. Yeah. But the, the main, well, I mean, there's so many reasons why. But there's million reasons, millions of reasons. <laughs> you know. One of the main reasons why Fifty Strategy works so well is because of exactly what we were talking about earlier. <clears throat> Murder Inc. has ran the radio for multiple years. Yeah. And to get tired of that sound. And even though it was very successful, even though there was tons of tons of hits, Tons and tons of radio records, so forth and so on. Fifty strategy worked for many reasons, but also because people, it was just, it was time. <laughs> people were going to be tired of Jabu. He had been on the radio consistently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nonstop. MTV, BT, all of it. It was a perfect time for somebody to come in and wipe them out, you know? They had their run, like I, like I, like you were saying earlier. There's a revisit, a, a revisit, you know, of their history. They yeah. had a really good run, like. And by the way, while Ja Rule's having his run, Ashanti was having hers. So they both were dominating, dominating. you know, the radio. And so, I think it was it was more. It was like a very. It was like a perfect storm. They yeah. had a run. People were ready, you know, people had gotten to the point where they were ready. Like, they kind of, okay, all right, if if we had something else we could we can listen to. And then here <laughs> yeah. comes, you know, the perfect person. Don't, yep. don't, don't, don't. And then you got Dr. Dre, Eminem. This is when they was doing, they, this was fire. on fire. fire. And then now you got, you know, you got Eight Mile, just, you know, the one of the bigger movies that came out around that time, like on Flames. Interscope Records with Jimmy Iovine. Yeah. Unlimited budget. Yeah. 
Yo, this is coming off of the Chronic 2001. Like, they, they have been set. Yeah. M and Dre had sold so many records. Then they signed 50. Yeah. And it, it was, a, you know, it was one of those things. It was just a perfect storm. And, yeah. I, you know, and, and, and like you, we said, it's a million reasons why it, it worked out. I do think Ja would have fared better had he had just said, you know what? I'm the star. I'm the man. Yep. And if I'm LL in this situation, I'm going to be LL. I might yeah. hit you with a little record or something like that. Like, if the clapback was cool. I'm not saying, yeah. you know, don't do the clapback, but don't get away from, from what, what you, you do. do. Yeah. You don't dictate to me the, the vibe. I'm going to dictate the vibe. And, you know, if I'm, yeah. you know what I mean? You, and you the man. 50 had never had no album, you know, like. You the man, yeah. so you know it's a it's a lot of things to it, but uh, I I think this 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 JD versus Puff battle, I don't think it happens. I think that uh, I I don't think Puff's not stupid. I I think that while he is is promoting and projecting, uh, you know I'm just too big for this guy. You know, you know, I'm I'm too much of a big, you know, artist and mogul and all these things. Listen, JD is a DJ. He's a producer. He's a writer. And don't get it twisted. But Puff knows that he's going to have a set. He's going to have a set. And he's going to be behind the turntables. And he's going to switch up. You know, as you switching up whatever records, he gonna switch up his records too. Like he, he can, he can, he can move. He's got some. You know, I, I don't think Puff saying what he's saying to make it like you know whatever, whatever. But listen, I don't know. You know, I don't know. And to be honest, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, make this statement. I uh, we just saw that Dr. Dre. And his whole aftermath run is playing the halftime show for the Super Bowl. And when you look at, uh, somebody said, yo, I don't know why people want Dre when Dre has the, uh, uh, what is the Marvel uh, thing? Dag, what is the guy's name? Um, He's got all the stones of Thanos and y'all cast one. Yo, looking at that lineup, I'm sitting there like, dang, yo. I don't even know. Yeah. You know, he's but see, the argument can be made. See, it, it depends on the rules, right? Yeah. Rules are so important. Earlier, people are giving Dre Kendrick. Dre produced for Kendrick, yeah, but this one This is song. true. This is true. This is true. So, you know, we yeah, have Eminem, sure. Yeah. Um, Snoop. Let's see. With fifty, they're obviously in the club. But what else did Dre do for fifty? Did, did Dre uh, do back a down. Okay, mm. he might have some credit on Pimp right. Juice or and, you know PIMP. He might have. Some, it was Denon, but he might have took you know some liberties. Yeah. Um. So, he's, he's got a couple on Get Rich or Die Trying. He's got a few. He got a few for fifty, but not that many as far as him producing, but. If the rule is it's just your label, then oh yeah, yeah hey, yeah, 
it's what it is. It's all free. But, you know, so, you know, it depends. But, do yeah. you Do you think Puff, <laughs> do you think Puff really want to do the JD battle or you think he's going to wait, wait no. it out? If I was him, I would. Because he gained nothing from beating JD. You lose everything. <laughs> so, so you think he he also is stalling like he don't really want to do the JD battle because it's not a predictable it's not a predictable battle I mean and I don't think he would I don't, I don't see why he would do it that's yeah. not a big enough of, he wants the big fish of, yeah of a of a moment for for, for Puff now, I could be wrong. Maybe this was all just in, in an attempt to promote it. Maybe this all was a marketing ploy. But I don't know. I don't think Puff wants JD. That's not the moment he wants. Yeah, Puff's looking for the moment. I think J. I think both of them are looking for the moment. But I think Puff yeah. wants the big fish for him. And no yeah. disrespect to JD. JD's a big fish, too. I'm not going to disrespect that, guys. You know, these are all goats that we're talking about. But, you know, there's a lot of history, Death Row, Bad Boy. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot there. And I think for for Puff to come out of that and be able to come back and get, not that Dre, I don't think that Dre was a big, you know, gear in trying to get him like trying to take his label down that was much more you know it's like Suge and and him had you know whatever Uh, I don't think Dre is really like something in that but um, Dre being from that time period I think it makes it where it's like okay you know everything a lot of my history in this game you know one of the pivotal moments is against a label that he was a part of and just yeah. to see where it went from that point to now, to be able to come back and to beat the guy that arguably, if if they're not talking about me, they would be saying, "Hey, this guy right. is the right. other guy." Yeah. You know, um, yeah. you know, as far as like the top of the Mount Rushmore, um, what would it be to be able to take my records that were out? You know, these guys had records at the same time out. Uh, to be able to beat that guy, that's a that's a bit, and I can't argue against him being like, "Yo, yeah, totally we, we can have a party, or we can get into some shit." And like, like aftermath or Dr. Dre's catalog versus Puff's catalog, that's getting to the shit. I we can party and we can have fun with the JD thing, but we get into the smoke. To me, the yeah. smoke is Dre versus Puff. Yep, and that's exactly why. You know, this, this guy's a marketing genius, man. Genius. <laughs> There's so a reason genius. why he's been around this long. Because he knows. He knows all of that. And that's why he wants to, to stall until he can get Dre to come out. Dre's not coming would, out, though. I, I think Snoop would, knows him well enough. Snoop said he's not coming to that. And yeah, I, Snoop I, I, good. Huh? Snoop said Dre ain't coming out. Yeah, I don't think he is. But Swiss also said that he did have a conversation with Dre at some point. But he's probably right. Think about it. Think about Dr. Dre. Does that even seem like something to do? Not really. <laughs> you know, Dre he's, has been... 
he's mainly he's a, a mysterious character. character all of our lives. Like you barely see Dre for real. You know? Um, yeah, he's a, he's a he's a control freak. You know, he's a control freak. He's a guy that that really wants. You know, anybody know Dr. Dre? He's a he's a controlling you know figure. He he wants to control. The perfectionist, you know, perfectionist man. He's not going to just. Um, he ain't going to step into anybody else's stuff. I think Snoop knows him the best. He's known him the longest. If Snoop, I don't care what Swiss say. I don't really care what Swiss say. Because Swiss, Swiss it's, his, it's his thing. He going to want, he going to want, um, he going to want, you know, it to happen on his platform. But, no. No, I'm going to believe Snoop Dogg and what he's saying and I think that Snoop is correct. I think he doesn't give two craps about none of this. And yeah. And if that's the case, if I'm tough, I'm not doing it. So you ain't going to risk it? No. <laughs> Why? Why? Not going to do it big and don't do it at all. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. point. All right, people. Let me know what you think. Ha ha. You thought I was going to, you know, you thought I was going to just, you know, you thought we were just going to keep going. No, I I got my clock on. Uh, Everybody, you know, let us know what you think. Do you think the Puffy versus uh, JD is going to happen? Um, I don't think it will. I think they'll talk trash, but I don't think they will. And I don't think Dr. Dre is going to do it because it, that doesn't, that's not his thing. He's not, and his showmanship is not, that's another thing I think Dre wouldn't do is put himself in a position where he'd have to be a showman. Yeah. Dre's not a showman. He's not a guy, you know, he, he presents the music to you. You enjoy it or not, there you go. Like, he's not, you know, Puff's going to come out in Minx. You know, there's tigers coming out the ceilings. He, you, know, it's, you know, you know, setting things on fire. That's, that's just not where Dre is at. No, that you're right. Absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, thank you, my brother. You know what I mean? You know, we, we did another okay. one. We did another one. We, uh... We gotta, we gotta figure out the green room. We gotta figure that yeah. out. You know, you know, we, we, we're thinking about uh, creating, curating an experience in which we have a conversation like this, but also have you guys in the same room so that we can politic all together and really create a different experience. Um, where you know, it's 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 almost like we're all in a room and we're talking and uh, we're politicking. And, and and having conversations like this and getting your feedback in real time. So we're still working on that, but it's, it, it's stay patient. Stay patient. Uh, anything you want to say to the people? Wash your hands, man. Keep your mask on. Vaccinated or unvaccinated. 
Let's be safe. And um, that's all. All right. Sounds like a win. Yo, peace.